All right, everyone. Before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Competing with friends in fantasy doesn't stop at the final whistle. And on Champions Round, you can take your fantasy game to the next level since they are the micro-fantasy sports platform. Champions Round is the only round-based fantasy sports game with four to six week long fantasy competitions. So they break up the season into small chunks, giving you more chances to draft the perfect team and of course, to win. You can do your mock drafts, play PPR, play with friends, with family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app right now and use code DQ when you download. This is very important. It's very important. Use code DQ when you download because if you do, you get $22 free. And that's $22 like the king, Derrick Henry. Download the Champions Round app on the App Store or Google Play Store to play today. All right. And now let's get into today's episode. What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And uh, Michelle, we've been... (laughs) Oh. Yep, that's pretty accurate. That is accurate. That is where we are at right now. There is a lot of giggles and a lot of nervous fantasy football energy on the show today. We're nervous. We're nervous. I hope that at the end of this, I... (laughs) I'm not projecting my nervousness onto everybody else. But you know what? The fact of the matter is it's week 14 and there's probably a lot of nervous people out there for fantasy right now. Just know we're with you. I was, I was going to say why Michelle are, are you specifically so nervous (sighs) this week, week 14? I mean, I feel like a broken record at this point because at the beginning of every episode, I'm like, remember when my team was winning? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. I remember it too. It feels like 14 years ago. Um, but my team is still not winning. I have not clinched a playoff berth. Kate, on the other hand, in all her glory, has bumped ahead of me and clinched clinched her playoff berth, and I am hanging on by a thread. Yeah. (laughs) It's very stressful. It's very Uh. stressful. I feel for you because I'm still trying to, like, parlay myself into the right area of the rankings so that when we get into playoffs that it's set up best for my team to play against. Like, it's strategic. I'm trying to be in the right spot at the right time by the time we get into playoffs, because it, then it's single elimination. Then you're out. Then you get the boot to the curb. But oh. that is if you make it. So I do feel lucky that I've made it. But I do not envy you. No. Don't. I don't envy you. So where are you in the rankings right now? I'm, I'm number four. I'm that was the uh, latest to clinch, clinch you, a spot. Yes, you were the latest to clinch at eight and five. Congratulations. It does say I'm only on a three-game losing streak, but in my mind, it's about a 45-game losing streak. That's how I actually feel. It feels so bad. It um, feels so bad. I do not blame you. I know. I've been I've been scrapping. I haven't been putting up points. I haven't been winning. I'm in fifth place at seven and six, um, and I've got a couple of teams hot on my tail at six and seven, and I'm playing a team that is arguably better than me this week, and I'm scared. Oh, no. I know. Oh, oh no is right. Oh no. I, I I think the intro to this whole episode summed it up pretty well. Just like, oh, 
<laughs> oh no. I just have no, some no. very nervous energy. There's a lot of like, if this, then that, but I don't want to play that game. The game I want to play is like, win. You know, you know, like as the yes. season goes on and, and every time you're watching a game, they're like, well, if, if the Colts win and this team does this and that team does that, then you get in the playoffs. Then. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want that. I just need to win this week, but I'm scared. And I have, I have a tough matchup. Um, the, the, I have a tough matchup and against my brother against your freaking brother damn you connor (laughs) coming out of nowhere nine and four it's look i mean when i'm looking at the matchup on paper it feels pretty even but from a fantasy perspective the numbers aren't there so i have to pretend the projections don't matter and just look at it on paper and i have to somehow feel okay about it Mm mm-hmm so my last question to you. <laughs> yes. Which we discussed off of the mic, and then we found ourselves talking for an hour, and we forgot to hit record. Uh, well, didn't forget. We chose not to hit record because yes. we are just always catching up, and then all of a sudden we're not recording, and we need to record. Anyway, we were talking about this before we started recording, and that is, are you going to play it safe this week and trying to try to secure a steady floor? Or are you trying to shoot the moon and hit your ceiling? Because that is, I would presume, what a lot of our, any of our listeners who have not clinched yet, this is the week where you have to figure out and weigh those consequences. It's tough because I have some options of guys that could boom this week, but the, the floor is really low. You know, and then I have my trusty standbys that some of them have been doing great, some of them not so great, but it's like, you can't, I'm trying not to get too cute with it, but also I need to freaking win. It's almost like, do I roll the dice and go for the guy that might blow up this week in one week only to win and get into the playoffs or like, oh, oh, somebody give me a magic eight ball. No crystal ball <laughs> michelle how about, how about a magic eight ball though what about one of those i don't know no crystal magic eight ball i don't know <laughs> well week 14 i think i'm not the only person that's stressed this week i guarantee a lot of folks listening right now are feeling that stress if you're not and you're like kate and you've clinched kudos to you that said what we were also talking about before this is like don't don't just like get cute now like yes you're in the playoffs that's great but you know what you could still even get a better spot in the playoffs you could play a worse team in the first round you could get a bye so just because you're in the playoffs first of all congratulations but Mm -hmm. don't give up keep being aggressive because you know we're not in the playoffs yet and you could even get a better situation if you you know continue to to fight for it that's absolutely right and that is the point of today's episode, which we'll get into, you know, our noteworthy injuries and our bye weeks in just a second here. But if I may be so bold, if we skip over just one thing with Kate this week, I'm going to be very upset. Oh, okay. All right. Let's let's definitely change gears. I don't want to talk about me being a stress ball anymore. <laughs> Please tell me you have something exciting to talk about for just one thing. I have a a very exciting thing. It does it does dovetail nicely into week fourteen banter. Um, my just one thing this week is this weekend. 
guess what we are doing? I know what we're doing, but you should tell everyone what we're doing. We are hanging out in real life, finally. It feels like it's been a fucking dog's year. Um, we're going We're going on up to your house. We're going to the cabin, and we're watching football. And, and I'm literally going to watch you either make or break the playoffs this weekend <laughs> in real life, and I'm a little bit nervous for I it. I know. But. You know, when we picked this weekend, I didn't really think this all the way through, and now I'm like, oh, gosh, do I really want them here to watch me, like, totally have a meltdown? Of one, uh, yeah. one way, shape, or form. I don't know. Maybe you guys will help be a buffer from my, like, you know, extreme craziness during Sunday football. But I am no, it's gonna very, be amazing. very excited that y'all are driving up this way for a weekend hang. Me too. So we're going to watch football in real life all Sunday. And then I have a really exciting dinner planned on Sunday night. I... I'm staying in this hotel that I've wanted to stay in forever. Um, your house will be great on Saturday, but on yeah, Sunday thanks. night, thanks. you know, we're we're getting luxurious and kicking <laughs> back and watching the Sunday night games at a nice restaurant. So I selfishly have have very little worries for fantasy yeah, this yeah, week, yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. but that's not, yeah, exactly. I would imagine that most people listening are trying to figure it out. So let's get into that 14 yeah exactly that said okay let's shake off the stress let's get confident let's try to get into the playoffs things that are not going to help you get into the playoffs this week unfortunately keenan allen mike williams on the chargers both on the covid list yikes yikes Yikes. not good not good i thought i was stressed if i had one of these guys and i was trying to win in the playoffs this would stress me out adam thielen out i know that's thursday night but so be it just saying it so be it Logan Thomas, you know what? In my prep doc for this, for Logan Thomas, I literally put an eye roll emoji next to it. Why? Because last week we talked about how great it would be to pick him up. He scored a touchdown. Ooh, I'm feeling good. This is great. I got Logan Thomas. Guess what? He's hurt again for crying out loud. Immediately. For all the IR folks who are holding him the whole season, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I mean, come on. So anyway, some names to avoid. Uh, You're probably already avoiding them, but just making sure. Names to avoid going into week 14. Uh, Other things to avoid. Spoiler alert. There are four teams again on by this week. This is actually the latest week that there has ever been buys because of the elongated season. So Really? Yeah, so actually... I have a number of players on some of these teams, and I was like, shit, wait, there's still a bye week? Like, what's. But because they're playing the extra weeks, this is the latest there's been a bye week. And of course, there's four the Eagles, the Colts, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. You know, those are four solid teams that have solid offensive players that you probably wish were playing this week and sadly are not. Avoid those teams this week. Yes. Yikes. Yikes is right. And actually, when we're recording this, it's it's worth noting that also the Vikings and the Steelers are playing on Thursday night. So that's another two teams that you kind of have to mark off your list. And <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I, I got, I, we'll happens. just do it live on the podcast. Wow. But my cats are literally, my, one of my cats is fighting behind my head with my <laughs> other asleep cat. You can't make this shit up. Like... Thank God for Zoom, even though we can't be in the same room. Like, all I see is Kate talking and one cat punching the other in the face while one is sleeping. (laughs) Oh, 
Oh my god, this is so classic. Okay, no one can see this. Someday we'll have a YouTube channel. I am very sorry for this. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we have to move on past this since we there's, have to move on. there's no visual, but wow, I couldn't help it. Anyway, we've ran through the injuries. We've shaken off our stress. We've talked about the bye weeks. Now it's time to get into stardom sit-up. Let's get into it, and before we do, you know the drill. Our Stardom Sidem segment is presented by our fabulous sponsors, Champions Round. And Champions Round, among other things, it is a four to six week micro fantasy sports app. And you can download that app on the App Store, you can download it on the Google Play Store, pick your poison. But when you do, make sure you log in and use code D. Q because you get 22 free dollars to bet on some of the folks that you're playing micro fantasy sports with. So beat the house. And also let's talk about beating your opponents for week 14. Um, I will say Michelle, uh, I, I usually prep. I did not prep so much this week because I'm, I'm kind of just trying to play it safe. Oh, fine. All right. Let's start with some running backs, and I'm actually curi- okay. curious to get your thoughts here. So Tennessee was on bye last week, correct? Mm-hmm. Tennessee was on Tennessee bye was last on week. Bye. They have an excellent matchup against the Jags this week. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't really talked a lot about their run game because it's been an absolute shit show of, of people since um, Derrick Henry went down. However, I think... I really like the matchup against the Jags. I do think that they are a run-first offense, so they need to establish it. And the two names that are popping up that could be good flex plays this week or good streams are Deonta Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard. I'm Mm -hmm. curious what you think between those two. Are they both viable for streams? Is one better than the other? I'm just curious Mm -hmm. where your head's at because it is is a run-first offense. It is. End of story. It is. It is, and especially at this point. So let's let's be honest here. Ryan Tannehill not having the best season. Both of our starting receivers not in. Our starting running back not in. Right. You can't rely on your backup wide receivers and your backup tight end to hold a throwing offense. Totally. So I, I'm not sure if they'll take this by committee, and I don't. I, Honestly, I don't really know either of these people. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And I've seen so many names thrown around and so many running backs, but I do think they're the number one and number two in an interchangeable sort of situation. So if you're looking at your, I don't know, if you're looking at your waivers and it's by committee and you just want to split it down the middle between two, maybe, maybe the Titans. Yeah. I I, I like, I like it because I like the matchup to your point. There's not a lot of offense going on there. The Titans have been playing great uh, regardless. And, and you know, they're looking pretty good, but these two names I think are interesting, especially when you look at the teams that are on by, because you've got Jonathan Taylor on by, you've got the three different, you know, running backs on the Eagles on by, you've got Damian Harris on by. There's a lot of guys on by this week. I really wouldn't normally go towards one of these names, except I like the matchup against the Jags. I kind of throw them up. I think it's a 50-50 toss-up. Both could get in the end yeah, zone. Yeah, it's got to be. Both could catch some passes. And both could be a good streaming option for you this week in, in a flex situation if 
your guy, your main guys are on by. So figured, yeah. I, figured I'd throw those ones out there. Um, a name that I really, really like this week, and I don't think we've talked a lot about him, but he's been... We haven't. We haven't, because he's been behind Melvin Gordon. Uh, Javante Williams on on uh, the Broncos has been having a great season. Uh, he's a rookie. They have Detroit this week. Melvin Gordon's battling an injury. He may or may not be back on Sunday. But either mm-hmm. way, this guy has like stepped up to the plate. He's been amazing for them. Detroit, yes, I get it. They won last week. Yaha, congratulations. But, I mean, the Broncos have a One pretty... Yeah. Win. One win. One Bron- golden win. <laughs> you know, the people can say what they want about the Broncos, but I, and I'm seeing Teddy Bridgewater getting a lot of shit. I mean, the Broncos aren't having a bad season, so I don't know oh. why everyone's poo-pooing them, but, like, Teddy Bridgewater not doing that bad at all. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon having decent seasons. Like, you know, Jerry Judy was out for a little while, but Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton picked up, you know, the slack. And now Jerry Judy, I don't, I don't know why people are giving the Broncos so much shit, but I think they're doing pretty damn good. And I really like uh, Javante Williams this week against Detroit. Okay, can I just fucking plus one that, like, very <laughs> hard? Because I feel the same way, and everyone is poo-pooing on the Broncos. Yeah. And actually, they're not that bad, and actually, their defense is excellent, so... Yeah, I would agree with that. Unfortunately, I have Melvin Gordon on my flex right now, but if he doesn't end up playing, then Javante Williams is an absolute 100% start. Yeah, for sure. Um, Another name, we we talked a little bit about this last week, but Amir Abdullah, they were, uh, Carolina was on bye last week. They're coming off of bye. They have a lot to prove. I think they had some really strong games uh, when Cam rejoined. Then it sort of took a downward spiral. Hopefully the bye week helped them. Obviously, CMC not coming back. And I found an interesting stat that said... Yeah, we don't usually do stats, but this is good. I found an interesting stat that said Amir Abdullah played nearly uh, half the snaps in the Panthers' most recent game, um, which is actually more than what Chubba Hubbard is getting. So throwing this out there, again, there's a lot of people on by. There's a lot of injuries. Um, I snagged Amir Abdullah off the waiver, waivers. I think he could also be good in a PPR league, catch some passes. Look, there, mm. you know, there's no clear guy there. And now that we all know CMC is 100% out for the rest of the year, you know, there's no like, oh, maybe just Chuba, but or Chuba, however you say his name. I call him Chuba. I think it's funny. Um, Chuba Haba? Because it's out, right, it rolls off the tongue. But anyway, yeah. Amir Abdullah, it's a bit of a reach. It, it could be a little bit of a long shot, but... They're paying him attention, so it, it, it could be a good one for this week in the running back spot. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I have not looked at all at Amir Abdullah, so yeah. Uh, I've heard Chubba Hubbard quite a bit. <laughs> now, here's a question for you. Hit me. Running backs make sense to me. Quarterbacks are making less sense to me at this point in the season. I uh, I feel lucky that not in our league, but in a separate league, I have... Russell Wilson, who I snagged coming back from injury after that finger injury, that gross one, mm-hmm. and they're playing Houston this week. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to go off. Mm-hmm. Russ must cook mm-hmm. against Houston. Let's hope. Yep. Who else? Who else are you feeling this week? As yeah, a start? I really like Russell. I, look, he hasn't been great. He's had an injury. Seattle's not looking right. good. Everybody's. Ca- I get you it, know. you know. But they're playing Houston. These guys don't go down without a fight. That is not in Russell's nature. It's not going to happen. Uh-uh. So I really like Russell this week. I think he's definitely going to cook. I keep saying that. I'm. I, I feel it. I just feel it in my bones. They're playing. They're playing Houston. Come on. Um, I think you're right. 
Other guys I like this week, interesting, interestingly enough, um, Taysom Hill. Like, you know, I don't particularly love his style of play. I don't feel like it's the way a quarterback plays because he doesn't really throw the ball. I'm literally looking at it. He only completed 19 of 41 passes last week. That's not good. Um, but, you know, he had 101 rush yards. So, it, you know, he's one of those guys that, like, he does a lot of different things. Um, but he uh, he's a really, really good uh, potential pickup and potential stream this week. They're playing the Jets. Um, and like we said, there's a lot of big name, you know, QBs on by this week that you're mm-hmm. maybe scrounging to see what the hell do I do. Taysom Hill might fill that and, and then some for you this week. That is so interesting. I didn't realize his rush game was so strong, but it's not super surprising just given like his background. So that's super cool. Uh, I hope that he can thread the needle with his pass game this week. Uh, I can guarantee and would be curious again for your feeling on this. One of the best games of this week is going to be the Rams versus the Cardinals. And so that leaves us with Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray. So what the hell happens there? Like, is this going to be a bomb fest or is this like a snooze fest? No, I, I honestly think it's going to be a shootout. I, uh, there's def- decent defenses there, Arizona more so than the Rams, I think, but I think it's a shootout. I think this is going to be an excellent, excellent football game offensively and defensively. Uh, I think it's the Monday night game. I can't wait for this. I think it's a shootout. You're also not sitting either one of these players. No, it's not possible to. I was playing Kyler Murray last week, and it was very scary, but I somehow made it out alive. Um, (laughs) All right, let's move on because there are more themes to address here. Talking about wide receivers, let's let's go back to where we started here uh, about the Broncos not being so bad. Uh, I love Jerry Judy against Detroit this week. I think this is going to be an overall theme. Not quite sure how that fares for the rest of their receiving core, the Tim Patricks of the world, but in any case, um, similar to running backs and Javante Williams, I think that Jerry Judy is also a start this week uh, in the wide receiver spot against Detroit. I definitely agree with that. Uh, Another name that I like this week um, coming off the Stafford conversation is Van Jefferson. So we probably Mm. haven't talked a lot about him. We talk obviously a lot about well, we actually don't even talk about Cooper Cup because, like, you just know. You're just playing you Cooper just Cup. You just know. There's not even, He's so good. Yeah, it's not even worth bringing him up other than to say, like, of course you're playing him, and if you have him, you're probably in the playoffs, and kudos to you. So we probably don't even talk about Cooper Cup that much just because he's so damn good. You don't even have to – it's not even – Oh, yeah. You don't even have to think about it. But Van Jefferson has stepped up in a big way ever since the Robert uh, Woods injury. He scored touchdowns in the last two games. I do think this is a shootout. Um, Arizona D is good. Therefore, I do think they will key in on Cooper Cup, which probably makes this an even better game for Van Jefferson. Like mm-hmm. the guy, um, really has stepped up. He's getting, you know, his his looks have increased every week since week nine, two week two two weeks in a row with a touchdown. I think I think it's a good week for Van Jefferson. Ah, uh, yes, I do agree with that. And actually. I've been thinking about one other wide receiver that I know directly implicates you. So I don't want to strike a nerve. Oh, gosh. But but I think that as a Jamar Chase owner, that this week could be a good one in playing San Francisco. I really i am hoping and praying for your sake 
that Jamar Chase is also a start. Are you I, starting him? I, I am. He has been a trusty standby. You know, look, he peaked early. Uh, he had a handful of 100-yard you know, games or a couple hundred-yard games. A lot of touchdowns sprinkled in. He has definitely slowed down in the last four weeks, which freaks me out a little bit. But I'm hoping because of this matchup, this is a return-to-form game um, for Jamar Chase. God willing, fingers, toes, all of those things crossed. I need him to get back to his standard play. Um I just I hope this is the week that he could do it against mm-hmm. San Francisco. I hope so for your sake as well. And I'm also hope <laughs> not to immediately pivot to tight ends here, but I'm also hoping for your sake that a tight end can string it together because I know at least on our waivers and maybe some of our listeners' waivers, um tight ends hard to come by right now. Though the pickings are slim. And that's also partly my fault. I am hoarding you Tyler are. Conklin. Yes, we'll see are. how he goes tonight when we're recording on a Thursday. Um, but by tomorrow morning, who's left? Who are you starting? Right. I mean, because look, that's the tough part. So there's obviously the Darren Waller injury. When we talk about the teams that are on by, you know, between Goddard, Hunter Henry, and Mike Isecki, you you've got like three of the top 10, you know, guys plus Waller out this week. So... Uh, uh, tight end position is a little bit tough this week. I have two thoughts um, of some good streamers and some good pickups. One is Jared Cook. Yes, I understand he hasn't been excellent. He hasn't been excellent. However, the top two wide receivers, a.k.a. the only two wide receivers on the Chargers are out. And, you know, he is a vet. And hopefully, you know, Herbert trusts him to, you know, get the bulk of the, the looks there. Look, in a situation where so many guys are injured and on by this week, I think Jared Cook is a good streamer. Great call. Great call. Because they are the antithesis of the Titans' run run offense. They're a throw offense. So I think Jared Cook is, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then Who my... my uh, <laughs> I, I want to hear about this last one. So here's, and and give, this, give this story. So here's my shot in the dark here. Okay. Hunter Henry is on by. I have Hunter Henry. Uh, I went to the waiver wires. I really wanted to pick up Tyler Conklin. I couldn't because Kate is hoarding him, which is awesome. We love when people do that. Um, So I was really struggling to figure out who to pick up. I found Austin Hooper on our waivers. I wasn't thrilled about it. I'm still not super thrilled about it. However, with David Njoku out for COVID... Uh, this guy's guaranteed to get more looks. Uh, so, you know, in a PPR league, I think he's really, you know, a good option. He's, again, he's guaranteed to get more looks. The, uh, the Their starting tight end, their number one tight end is out. So if he's going to be incorporated at all, he's going to be the number one guy that gets the looks. Fingers and toes crossed again, he does what I need him to do this week. This is a little bit of a long shot, but, you know, he's... I hope that he's going to outplay, you know, what I need him to do this week. There would be a world in some episodes where this could be a sneaky stash, but there are no more sneaky stashes because I can't sneaky stash. I need to win. I need the to win. The only way to the only way to sneaky stash is if you must make it to the playoffs and you have people too stashed strategically to oust your opponents. At this point, 
There's no one to stash. My, so. My only other saving grace here is Baltimore has given up the third most fantasy points to a tight end. There Aust- we go. Austin Hooper, Godspeed, please score a touchdown this week. Well, maybe what we can do here is tell the people who to not play because there there are a number of – there are some playoff traps that you can avoid. Um, one of which let's, let's pivot over obviously to our sit and starting with running backs, there's a trap that I fell into <laughs> and I thought it would pay off. And I think other people may fall into this trap and I would advise you not to fall into it. Even though this person, Adrian Peterson, who formerly was on the Titans now is, was a free agent for a minute now is on the Seattle Seahawks and fell into the end zone last week. That was lucky. (laughs) It will not happen again. And Michelle, you had touched on this before we started recording, but he's averaging 20 or I'm sorry, 2.6 yards per carry this season. So I just don't think this is going to go anywhere. And I can tell you from experience that it won't. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, look, love Adrian Peterson. Excellent player. This whole like bouncing around from team to team just doesn't seem like it's really going to work for him. I think it's too hard to get involved in the offense. I I don't I I don't like him. I don't think it's a good pickup Um, for me. It's like just one to avoid. I know you see that name on the waivers and you're like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, let me take Adrian Peterson. But no, I just He's not what he used to be, um, unfortunately, and I just don't think Seattle's going to lean on him, uh, you know, against, uh, you know, I, I think this is the week where Russell gets cooking. A lot of people are going to get involved, and I don't think it's Adrian. Adrian's not the one to look to here. Yeah. How many times have we seen this? Lions, Redskins, Titans, now we're going to do the Seahawks? No. Exactly. Uh, no. Other other committees, I think, to avoid, I really don't like any or any of the Buffalo running backs this week. They've got a really tough matchup against um, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got a great D. Uh, I think this is going to be a lot more of an aerial game than it is a run game. And also, you know, they're splitting the time between Singletary, Moss, and uh, and uh, Brito, like we talked about last week. I don't think this is a week to, uh, to get cute and play any of the Bills uh, running backs. So I would say beware mm. of them at all costs. May I make another beware at all costs recommendation as we move into quarterbacks? Sure. I have a few, but let me just start with the obvious. Uh, I I know that we said earlier in this episode for different positions that potentially starting a Titans running back is a good idea, right? But we also mentioned that there are no receiving targets right now. So my big watch out for starting a quarterback is still Ryan Tannehill. It has been a downward spiral for fantasy for many, 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 many weeks. And uh, I think Tannehill's got to sit. It's just not, it won't fly again this week, even though don't get trapped by Jacksonville looking like a formidable opponent. Um, They're actually okay against 
uh, throwing game. So I don't think it's going to be great for Ryan Tannehill this yeah, week. Yeah. What do you think? You know, he, he like consistently only puts one ball in the end zone per game. And when you're trying to win in fantasy, that's not really going to do the trick for you. I do agree. I, I think, you know, Jacksonville isn't great. So he has a little bit of upside, um, but he wouldn't really be my, uh, my first selection. I think they mm. got to hammer the ground game. I think so too. Um, I also will be curious. Ugh. This poor guy. I mean, we've talked about Matt Ryan. Just keeping all quarterbacks with Ryan in their name, first <laughs> or last name. Just sit them. Uh, but we have been really dogging on Matt Ryan, which I feel horrible about. But I I just don't feel so bad because he's just, it's no longer, he's no longer good. He's no longer good. I mean, in. I think in, we got to move on, everybody. In three of the last four weeks, he has only thrown one touchdown. Sorry. That's really That's bad. Terrible. And not to say that it'll be a total repeat, but just looking back at what happened when they played Carolina earlier in the season, mm-hmm. he only threw 146 yards and a touchdown. I- I'm not saying that's nothing, but like, again, for fantasy, that ain't helping you. And I, I think Carolina has a lot to prove. They need to do a little bit of a turnaround here. Um, and frankly, I think their defense is good. And so I, I don't like what I saw. The last time they played Carolina, I think Carolina needs to do a little bit of a turnaround. And, um, yeah, I just I don't see Ryan having a good week this week. I don't either. I mean, three interceptions when they met in week eight. Whew. That's not good. We love to see that because, you know what, your girl has Carolina defense. So, uh, ooh, we don't talk about defenses anymore on this podcast, but, but maybe, just saying. We <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we should. All right, pass throwers to pass catchers. We talked a little bit about the Broncos and the guys that you want to play. I think the only Bronco you don't want to play is Cortland Sutton at this point, which is kind of a bummer. Like the guy, have him on my team. He's definitely borderline droppable. Ever since Jerry Judy came back, this guy has just been demoted. And, you know, it doesn't doesn't mean he's not good. And, I look, they obviously yeah. have confidence in him. They've re-signed him. I think he'll be, you know, a staple, obviously, for the team. But, again, when you're talking about fantasy, he is not the guy I want in my lineup this week to get a W. Me neither. And, in fact, parlaying off of that, um, I would say I, I dropped Allen Robinson this week, finally. I've been holding out for a long time, but considering that Justin Fields is questionable slash out indefinitely, um, I would just, I would also, in, in, as well as dropping Cortland Sutton, I would drop Allen Robinson. And last but not least, we, there have definitely been some weeks where Brandon Cooks is your guy on Houston, probably yes. the only guy that you he really feel He is my confident. guy. But I don't like this matchup against Seattle. I think, like, I think Seattle's going to come out guns blazing this week, offensively and <sighs> defensively, and I just don't, I don't like it for Cooks. Look, he is the number one guy, so he's not, he's not, his, his floor isn't super, super low, but I just don't think this is a really good week for him. You're not wrong. I I can't really he is a little bit boomer bust. I mean, there's there's a certain floor. He usually is around like at the very lowest between 4 and 8 points, and then the ceiling has been around 15 to 18 points. So, it's a limited barometer there. But I am very nervous about Brandon Cooks this week as well. And nobody ever likes being against Seattle defense. I don't know if it's 
at Seattle. And in that case, it's even worse. Yeah, I I would avoid that one if you can this week. Um, Other pass catchers I do not like. Um, I don't like uh, Higby against Arizona. I do think he's like the guy that gets left out, unfortunately, uh, against the Arizona D. Um, And honestly, okay, so I have Darren Waller. Darren Waller, I've I've said a lot of things about him. I drafted him way too early. He has not had the output that I wanted. Now he is injured. He may or may not be back this week. Not looking good, though. He's day-to-day. And all of a sudden, I see everybody being like, pick up Foster Moreau, pick up Foster Moreau. And I'm like, Darren Waller wasn't even having a good season. So why do we think that Foster Moreau is going to be the guy? Too cute. I mean, I don't understand. I don't think that's a good play at all. If you're going to be that cute, you might as well be like me who picked up Deshaun Jackson being like, oh, yeah, that's going to be the nicest thing for the fucking Raiders, but it's not going to be that way. Like, it's, it's just weird. It's it's just like, like, like I said, the output from Waller hasn't been what we all hoped it would be. This guy plays the same position and he is not Darren Waller. So I don't understand why we think that's a good play. That's my two cents. I wouldn't go for him. I agree. I agree with that. All right. Well, sorry, Foster Moreau. Never heard of you. <laughs> probably never will. But on this show, you're here. Now, as we're reaching the end of this episode, normally, like we said earlier, this would be the time for sneaky stashes. How do you feel about stashing anyone nope. given the tenuous position that you're in no. for week week I, 14? So sneaky stashes to me are like have someone because you're looking forward that might be really good for you. I cannot look past this week right now. I need to focus on this week. I have no sneaky stashes on my side because I got to win right now this week. Now, here's a question for you slash a piece of advice. I was thinking about at one point if I were, you know, I'm looking at your roster. You mine, have mine in particular? Yours in particular. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. All right. Hit me. And you have Derrick Henry <laughs> I do. on your IR. I do. So that's been a sneaky stash for many, many weeks. In an effort to not be in desperation mode, would you trade away your sneaky stash to stay in the playoffs? No. No way. Because if by some miracle of the fantasy gods I get in the playoffs, I did read that Derrick Henry may be coming back ahead of schedule, which means if I make the playoffs and Derrick Henry comes back, y'all better watch out. So I am not getting rid of the king. There you have it, folks. Good try, That's though. the sneaky stash. Good try, though. Nice try <laughs> trying to get him away from me, you jerk. <laughs> I mean, I, it was like a sneaky unstash type moment. So sorry for that. I'll never let him go. Never. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. Now you know my love for Derrick Henry. I do. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's the end. What else do we do now? Um, we, we make it through. We take a deep breath. We do multiple deep breaths, obviously. We take a little extra time this week, maybe more so than in weeks past. Make sure we put the right players in. This is not a time to have some guy on your bench that scores three touchdowns because then you'll lose. And just pray for the best outcome, which for me (laughs) is winning. (laughs) That's it. I literally have prayer hands (laughs) up in the air right now as we're recording. Prayer hands for all of you who are hanging in the balance. 
make those moves, take this advice, start them and sit them. And you always know where to find us at the Draft Queens on Instagram and at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. We're here to answer all your questions. And hopefully, by the time that we talk to you next week, you have made it through your playoff run. So go ahead and make it to week 15. Oh, my God. What do you say, Michelle? You're going to make it. Let's go. we got to tighten up and win. (gasps) Tighten up and win. 